Women Between the Pylons. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And we have a great show for you guys today. We are going to be touching on some of the bigger news around the NFL uh, to start the show. Obviously, we are going to talk about the uh, Super Bowl. We're going to do a full Super Bowl, you know, preview and all that on next week's episode. This week, I want to go back. We're going to go and uh, look at the projected cap cap space for 2022. We actually did a video on this about eight months ago leading into the season. And kind of success to, with it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah did, did pretty well. We actually had a, co- a comment on it not too long ago, uh, and somebody was asking us to to uh, talk about it again. And I'm like, you know what? Actually, that's a really, really good idea because we were kind of thinking about what subject should we talk about. And I want to go right back to it. Look at the uh, look, look at where we're at. We're going to frame it the same way we did in that video. Look at you know Super Bowl windows. Where are we at? What are teams going to need to do? Who's in cap hell? Who who's looking good uh, for the next couple years? Uh, but we'll get to that. Before we get to that, we got to talk about the big news uh, first. First of all, the uh, the goat is officially retiring. Obviously, there was the news we've known for a little while. Um, yeah, he's gone. He's done. Man, it's it's bittersweet, you know, yeah. because he's coming off of uh, one of the best years statistically, and I do think that the Bucks' sec- uh, success was derailed because of injuries. They just got hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah, they got banged up at the wrong time. You know, started peaking mid season, and then it kind of just fell off from there. Um, few plays short, a, a miracle Stafford drive away yep. from Brady possibly being able to complete a 27-3 comeback, so he would have the 28-3 and 27-3 uh, under his belt. But, you know, it's it's good to see a legend of the game, and and, and that's that's disrespectful to Brady calling him that. The GOAT, the yeah. best player Phillip we have Rivers ever... Philip Rivers is the legend of yeah, the game. Exactly, you know? <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady is the ultimate athlete, just the epitome of an underdog story to think that he, where he started and what he ended up as... And it's good to see him go out on top like he did. We didn't have to see him get banged up and be just decrepit. Yeah, a couple of things there. One, first of all, any Brady hater, like, I, there's Brady haters, you know, celebrating. Why? You never got to see him bad. Yeah. You had 22 years, anything, you, never, you never got to see him go down. The year he, you know, his set, last year in the league, he throws for 5,000 yards. He misses the Super Bowl <laughs> because his team got injured. Yeah. I mean, Shit! <laughs> what a career! What an absolutely uh, you know, like I said, legend. Legendary is is disrespectful. What a go to really a career! Is, yeah. um, I you know, there's everyone's talked about it. Everyone's hit on it. There's not any more really you can say about that. Uh, what I want to talk about is first of all. How much does it suck for for Big Ben's acceptance speech at the Hall of Fame going to be, be a reflection of his career in the NFL? Completely overshadowed by Tom Brady. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're right because I mean he's supposed to be a headliner of a class, you know. Absolutely, and he's going to be the other quarterback because he should class. be a first ballot in my opinion. Yeah, Big Dude. Ben is definitely a first ballot Hall yeah. of Famer. Let's talk about first ballot Hall of Famers. 2027 Hall of Fame class could be the greatest of all time. You got Tom Brady going in. You got Big Ben going in. Those are guarantees, mm-hmm. in my opinion. People want to argue the 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 uh, the Roethlisberger thing. I've seen that argument when no, he first you, retired. You can't. Yeah, that's a fact. He's he's going to be a first ballot. And then beyond that, here's a couple maybes that we have. Adrian Peterson. He was on two teams this past year. He should be done. And oh, okay, you're talking about maybe retiring. I thought you meant maybe first ballot. I was like, oh yeah, no, maybe retiring. Like, that man is. Yeah, the, Absolute first ballot. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, so first we're going to talk about absolute first ballot Hall of Famers that haven't yet retired. All right, so let's go there first. You have him. You have uh, Peterson, the left tackle for the Eagles for all those years. He came came back, was going to be a guard, and then went to left tackle because of injuries. He's going to be done soon. Jason Peterson, thank you. Uh, J.J. Watt, very realistic that he could call it quits this year. I'm not saying he will. I I know you disagree with that one. I think he's got it. But it's possible. I'm just saying it's possible. Along with that, Andrew Whitworth, let's – 
left tackle for the uh, for the Rams. Uh, very fair to say, a legendary left tackle. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's five right and there that win, legitimately could be in the Hall of Fame. I think three. Uh, you know, P- Peterson should be done. I think Peter Peterson, Jason Peters, uh, excuse me, Jason Peters, uh, left tackle for the Eagles, probably done, but might try and make it work another year. I, I don't know on that one. And then there's just another like, could Eric Weddle be a, a first ballot? I don't think so, but maybe. You know, one that I think that I don't hear a lot of people talk about, and it comes partly due to maybe not wanting to split with the team. Maybe they're wanting to go a different direction. It's Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner's getting on in his career. The Seahawks, I know. I don't know if they're going to re-sign him or not. Yeah. It could be one of those things where, sure, he could go to another team, easily could go to another team. Yeah. But there's certain people that we've seen that just just don't want to prefer to uproot their lives and don't want to have to go you know, risk Risk hurting the legacy. Risk yeah. doing that. Bobby Wagner is a Hall of Famer. By the way, I completely skipped over a you know uh, his right hand. Tom Brady's right hand man Gronk going to be done. I would imagine package he's another two. one who should probably two. be done. Going to go to the Hall of Fame. And again, his Hall of Fame speech will be will be mirror will mirror his success in the NFL. Donkey Kong Sue <laughs> very well could be out. Donkey Kong Sue could be. You're right. That's another one. There's a lot of names. That, that, that entire like, Buccaneers man. team had a lot of older veterans. That yeah. JPP. What if JPP hangs it up? I think he's who's, who's the who's and now we're getting to guys that probably won't retire but could. Yeah. Um, who's the linebacker that uh, he's been there forever? He's a Levante State. Levante Levante David though. Levante, Levante David, David uh, is Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, I mean maybe not first ballot, of course, you know, but we have such oh, I a think broad he's the first ballot. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean statistically, he yeah. was a dog for years and years. It just depends on the parameters that go with it. It's it's always harder to look at those defensive. It players. really is, yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy to think like 2027 Hall of Fame is very, very well could be the Patrick greatest Peterson? Hall of Fame class of all time. Patrick Peterson, yeah, he could be done with the Vikings. Had one last. Could be, do you think he's worthy though? Oh, he's a first ballot. I think, yeah, in his prime, he was great. Yes, yes. Was, I, I think. I think the thing. I'm just was, trying to say when you when you evaluate corners though, like I just don't know how you you look at it. Like I, I don't know. I don't know the other guys. I don't know who had to wait. You know, because it's hard to look at receivers. Receivers is the biggest telltale thing for me when so-and-so gets in on the first ballot, but then you have Terrell Owens, yeah. who is a on the worst day, the number four, three, four wide receiver in the league to ever play. Of all he, time, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't get in. Because of um, antics, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Antonio Brown, one of those where it's like, man, he may never play again. He deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer on the field, but he definitely won't be. Exactly. There's, <laughs> there's just nothing around. Yeah, exactly. There's somewhere else I was I was about to go. Um Another player, perhaps? Yeah, there was another player that I was thinking. Well, you said Stephon Gilmore. You said Peterson. I was like, Stephon Gilmore, he might be close to done. I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. But, like, Stephon Gilmore was at the top of the uh, top of the league for, what, three or four years? And he was. And he already hit the and ball to where when a team starts to see you decline, exactly. being a man-to-man corner, you fall yeah, off. You yeah. Fall. So, but, I th- but I was using that as an example for Peterson. Of Peterson, I mean, I feel like he had a, he had a much longer career of being elite than, than Stephon Gilmore did. And that's kind of like my... That just using, you know, players that are in the league right now, at least, that's kind of like my, that's why Peterson is a step above. You know what I mean? Uh, that, that would be my argument. So, yeah, there's a handful of guys. Obviously, we're projecting a lot on some of these guys' career, whether they want to hang around for another couple of years. They absolutely could. But all of the guys that we mentioned very, very well could be in that conversation. And if they do retire, we'll be, retire, we'll be you know, entering Canton right along uh, with Tom Brady there. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on to my my favorite teams, my, my Dolphins, coming, yeah. former head coach, uh, Brian Flores. I want to set this up because we both were absolutely shocked by the Brian Flores firing. I, I still stand by the fact whatever happens with this lawsuit, and we're going to get into it in just a second. 
I I did not agree with the, the firing, and I still don't. I thought he was a great head coach. He he brought a team in our worst years. A team overperformed to get five wins. We didn't deserve, deserve to be anywhere near that. Of course. And yeah. and this past year, honestly, yeah, had injuries, had issues, but still we were able to rally and and turn the uh, the second half of the season into a seven game win streak. Only team in history to have a seven game losing streak and a seven game winning streak in the same year. Uh, all those things uh, to be said. I am sad to see him out of Miami now. He might be out of the league because uh, now he is suing the NFL for discrimination. Uh, there are reports, basically just a bunch of reports came out today, um, the start of Black History Month, uh, funny yeah. enough. I mean, and I think, honestly, we are, you know, best suited to talk about this as two, you know, white two males. white, yeah. yeah, males. I mean, we do, we honestly have the uh, the best <laughs> the best idea of, of how this conversation should go. No, we don't. We, we're we not exactly. going to touch on the racial spot of it. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on, you know, I, I, I don't know. There, this is, this is a weird kind of thing. I want to believe him. That's like usually my stance with stuff like this, where it's like, you know, I, we saw Kaepernick get blackballed out of the league for other reasons, and there, that was a whole political uh, thing that the NFL didn't want to touch. Now he's saying that the Giants gave him a sham interview. Uh, Bill Belichick apparently texted him. I'm, I have the the thing right here where I can pull it up to see. Uh, I guess he texted him saying that the Giants uh, gave him an interview just just to say they did. Uh, last year or the year before, he went to the Dolphins. Uh, the the uh, uh, Broncos gave him a sham interview. I don't know. There's there's a lot of weird stuff here. Uh, we'll put on the screen for you the uh, the text from Bill Belichick here, and uh, I'll, I'll let you go from here because I don't. No, <laughs> it's uh, a tough one. I you have to believe him on the fact that these interviews were not set up in a professional manner. Yeah, and it just so happens that they have a Rooney rule in place now where teams have to do their due due diligence and bring in African-American coaches and other minorities just to interview for the positions. And Flores said for that 2019 Broncos interview that it was hastily put together, that he showed up, he was ready, he was early and on time. The Broncos were just disheveled, late, weren't prepared for this. And it's like, you're the team that's interviewing me for this job and you were the ones not prepared for this when I know that you've done all the work on all the other guys you can't help but think that there would be a little bit of a cold shoulder approach there and if this continues and moves forward it's it's just misfortunate because we have a rule in place saying that they have to do this and I guess they're technically meeting the rule by doing it but yeah. they're just being it's a backhanded compliment it's a slap in the face and it's it's not fair yeah. honestly we are at this day and age and me and you both agree and everyone else should agree that you should not be hired on a job based on the color of your skin. It should be your character, your good works, mm, what you do on course. the field, your leadership, all of those things intact. It appears that Brian Flores checks all those boxes and yeah. you have his resume to look at the Dolphins' success to show that. There's no reason this guy shouldn't be out of a job, and you can't help but, you know, he has questions as to why he didn't. Yeah, and look, that, that was our, our thought process when he was fired was that he should be the first coach hired by another team. Yes. That was, we 1,000% we thought at of least. Of course, we always said the Josh McDaniels. Yeah. We always said the Eric Bien. Of course. You know, those guys. But, but, but we we both, I mean, obviously we're not on the inside. We don't know what happened in that in the Dolphins organization that made him out with, uh, with uh, you know, the ownership there with Steve Ross. My assumption and the assumption, I think, around the NFL from everything I've heard is that he was out of Miami because he didn't want to back Tua and it's the Tua owner based, wanted to yes. back Tua. I, 
pisses me off because I'm not the biggest Tua fan. Uh, but that, that's, a, that's a whole other conversation I won't get into right now. Uh, super unfortunate. Just I was just re- rereading uh, this stuff that uh, that's on the screen right now with uh, the Bill Belichick conversation while you were talking. Basically, Bill Bill telling um, Brian Flores that Dayball had the job and that it was it was essentially his job, even though uh, you know that Brian Flores had an interview after the Giants had already made the decision. That's a tough one, and I, I can at least see the other side of it as the Giants fell in love with the guy, and they already had a, a an interview lined up with Brian Flores. That it could be racially motivated, but it, it might not be. I can at least like look at both sides of that and think, you know, I don't want to be sitting here defending the racist. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm. That's certainly not my goal here. No, it's, um, it's just one of those things. Like you said, we have to sit a back, tough one. Yeah. let the facts roll out, and then we can maybe go into there and just see what happens with it. It, it does sound like he is throwing shots, man. He is uh, he he is calling out uh, Dolphins ownership for uh, basically uh, f- uh, for Dolphins owner now, Ross Mussel. And, and, and would that be for the the reason that they fired him? I guess. Holy shit! I'm sorry. I just saw a, a new thing that uh, so they allege uh, the uh, Brian Flores alleged that Stephen Ross paid Flores a hundred thousand dollars to lose the games in that 2019 season in the tank for Tua season. Uh, so that was like a whole thing that you know fans kept saying tank, tank, tank. Uh, but this is apparently this is an article here that I'm reading from uh, the Miami Herald, and I'll put it on the screen right now for you guys. Uh, basically saying Dolphins owner Ross must sell team if Flores' ac- allegations. Uh, an explosive NFL lawsuit are true. Uh, and this is an opinion piece, so this is, there's no uh, facts based on this, but I didn't even think about that side of it, of how, you know, obviously I, I, I thought that Stephen Ross might be in some kind of trouble for doing that. Obviously, you're not supposed to try to lose. You're not supposed to tank at any, at any level, but especially NFL. But, man, that is a super, super interesting, uh, interesting allegation there. Wow, it said Flores was compromising the team's draft position. Wow. Sorry, we're, we're reading this on the spot. We're doing this no, right on the spot. Yeah. And uh, you can see it on the screen here right now, what we're looking and, at. And Belichick's, That's Belichick's text messages to uh, Brian Flores was congratulating him for the job. Yeah. Saying, you know, I heard that you're the guy, I heard this. Uh, Flores texts back and said, are you sure you got the right Brian? Yeah. And Bill says, I guess I fucked up. Uh, they're hiring uh, Dayball, Brian Dayball. Uh, Bill's offensive coordinator is that coach, you know. And I guess that's the route that they took. I'm not sure what if there's if there is some malpractice or systematic racism going on in this. Flores definitely deserves a job based on his resume that he's put together. Yeah. And the 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 thing that is unfortunate with this is that it's such a negative light to his name that I want him to get a job, but I can say for this next season, I don't think he's gonna have a job because if he's trying to pursue the <laughs> NFL legally <laughs> How is he going to be able to be employed yeah. by the NFL? He doesn't. He doesn't do this unless he thinks he's not getting a job. And yeah. I guarantee you, he, I, I'd be mad as hell too. He, he's still working for the Tex. Still working on the Texans. And I think the Texans still, have to hire him. But I, I mean, but like just just from the outside standpoint of us, and I assume he would be thinking the same thing. What he did in Miami, absolutely one hundred percent, without a doubt, warrants him to be a head coach in the NFL. He he would have been on my list of top ten head coaches if we had done one this offseason, assuming he hadn't gotten fired. That he did really, really good stuff in Miami. He put together a defense that was top five in the NFL. Yeah. He put together an offense that worked around a quarterback that was fairly limited. I'm sorry, that's at least my opinion. And that's you know, take that for what it is. 
he did everything he could to win games. He was a leader in that locker room. Everything about it, from the outside looking in at least, looks like he was a solid head coach. And the fact that he's not with eight openings around the league, he's he's not a, a top candidate for any of them. That is ridiculous to me, uh, and it is frustrating just from that standpoint. And Which I, you we know, we did talk about one aspect, not looking at it through the the racial lens right now, is the power struggle that could be going on yes. with, with the reason that Miami let go of him was because he had just a different vision. That happens a lot of times. It's unfortunate, you know, but there's yeah. different visions between ownership, top brass, arguing with the coach. So now, assuming Flores knows his worth, he mm-hmm. knows what he brings to a franchise, he knows the life that he can breathe into a locker room and get this thing going, it could be really tough for the ownership, general manager, different people who that's not your coach that you've signed up for mm-hmm. to bring him on boat and say, hey, not only are you here year one, this is going to be your thing to run year one. How, that, that, that could be that could be hard. How does Adam Gase get a job after leaving Miami the same year and Brian Flores doesn't? Trust that, me. That, that, that alone, Flores should be able to write <laughs> on the piece of paper, and it'll be like, you know what? Guilty. You know, yeah, the NFL owes him $10 million for that alone, honestly. Yeah. Adam Gase uh, just getting paid being a coach anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, hey, so as I said. And if Bill O'Brien gets a job before Brian, Brian Flores, sorry, it, that is absurd to me yeah. because they're, they're still saying that the Jaguars are – Really considering Bill O'Brien, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. All right, we'll we'll move on. Um, it, it's a it's a sticky conversation, but just sticking to what we know, it's a really unfortunate thing for Brian Flores, and, and it's just kind of a wait and see thing at, at that point. I don't know really know how that's going to play out. Let's get into the meat of the show. All right, we want to talk about the projected cap space for 2022. Real quick, we talked about this about eight months ago, and uh, I think it was a really interesting conversation. Just the way we framed it, I am going to put it on the screen right now of the 2022 projected cap space. This was to start the 2021 season. Now, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. So looking at that, and then now I'll put on the screen the uh, the 2022 projected cap space now. Uh, you'll see a different looking graphic there. That's where we're at now with it, and that's where we want to start this conversation here. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of similarities. You know, Green Bay still struggling. Uh, the Saints falling from just about, you know, a little, little under negative $5 million to negative $80 million. I think we have to start there yeah, at the bottom, And that's right? what I was going to say. We have to talk there because that is a number that it is absolutely astronomical to think about and they, they've lost Sean Payton mm-hmm. this team is really really struggling struggling top to bottom right now mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to be able to step in they're just going they're going to have so much money just dead money that they're going to have to eat there's a lot of old guys you you pray that some of these guys retire I guess do you want to but I mean that's so hard to say this defense is getting paid so much right now yeah no, it's uh, it's a super super interesting uh, interesting issue because like okay, so look at the screen now. I'm going to put it on just what we're looking at. The players that are are the biggest cap hit to and the they don't, they don't to have the a quarterback. And this is a, this is 2022, right? So this is next year. This is Marshawn Lattimore at the top of the list, 27 million. He's 40 million dead cap. Can't get rid of him. Michael Thomas, 24 million, 22 million dead cap. Really not going to do a whole lot getting rid of him. Uh, Cam Jordan, state same story, 21 million dead cap, 23. Million of, of cap hit, so can't really get rid of him. Can't hurt the cap space there. Ryan Ramchek probably going to be gone because you save uh, thirteen million in cap hit. Maybe trade him to a team that needs a right tackle because Ramchek is a baller. 
Yeah, I, that's but, the only but, way you get out of this. That's, is that's the unfortunate them. piece too. Is that the Saints have a good infrastructure? Yeah. they have one of the best offensive lines in the league, top five caliber defense. That made not, you know they had some injuries and stuff, but when they play to their their par, it's a top five defense. They're missing a quarterback. They have the running back. They have a, a wide receiver. One sure their wide receiver depth isn't there, but it's I don't know what they're going to be able to do. Set like if we're talking, even if we're talking with the Packers who are around twenty-eight to thirty million, that's about a few old veterans and move and and just calling someone in the office and saying, "Hey, is there a way? You know, I, I know you're getting paid twenty twenty-three. You're about to get free agency. Can we just kick this out one more year and just bust up some money and give you a little bit more back heavy?" It happens all the time. I expect a lot of teams to do that. I'm a Vikings fan. I expect us to do that a lot. I hope not with Kirk Cousins. I hope we trade him out. <laughs> but they're seventy-three. Is it seventy-three? Seventy-eight? Eighty. 80. That is absurd. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, it's just, I mean, a lot of these guys are going to have to get traded, right? Just looking at, at the the money, like Marshawn Lattimore, you could get out of $40 million, basically half of your issue if you can trade him to another team. He's worth it. I, I think Marshawn is worth is being he? on that team. Yes. I, he is being overpaid. I will say that. I do think he's being over, a little bit overpaid. I think he's a top five corner. I think you pay the top uh, five corner. He's a top ten, maybe. He's had issues. He has not been. Oh, I love him, man. I bet if we looked at, I, look, I'm going to do it right now. I bet if we looked at, uh, where he's at with um, you got on, the PFF. I, I think PFF would have him lower than top five. I would. I bet he's lower than top ten. I understand I mean, PFF isn't yeah, the end. I was about to say PFF is going to have like Eli Apple for the Bengals. No, and I can show you ten minute compilations of Eli Apple getting torched. I'm just okay. Look, Apple. but PFF at least can put guys into a a, a close enough field of where they're at. And give him if he's fifteen. Let's see. Where's he's he? He's ten. He's ten. Okay. So yeah. So he's yeah. That's fair. He is a good corner. I'm not he's, trying. To, I, I think you pay him absolutely. But uh, but I, you almost have to trade him. They're in a tough spot. There's no other way around it. Michael Thomas really has been not utilized, or really since he's gotten paid, now has been under. One. That's the one that I think. An I, unfortunate I think he's a great one, right? talent, but with the way that we see draft classes and wide receivers and just the amount of target volumes that you can get certain guys, a lot of the all these guys are athletic in the NFL here. Yeah. I'm not saying Michael Thomas isn't worth it. I don't know if he's worth that. I don't think he's worth that at all. I'd, I'd rather be able to go draft a, a really good guy and be able to get him on a cheaper deal. Really unfortunate. It makes you think, okay, did Sean Payton just want to be done, or is he looking at this roster and saying, man, we're in rebuild mode, and I'm too good for rebuild mode? I think he saw the grenade <laughs> hit the floor, and he's just kind of like walking out. Man, Alvin Kamara getting paid, d- deserves every cent of it, but he's $20 million against the Cavs. That's a running back, which you usually don't have running backs uh, cost that much. So that's just is what it is. Um yeah, really, really, really their, interesting. Their first get-out-of-jail-free card is a Bradley Roby cut. Because yeah, he's it, gone. It, yeah, that's $10 million exactly. de- cap hit with yeah, no with, dead with cap. No, with no dead. So he's definitely gone. That, that saves you $10 million right there. Um, Jameis hitting free agency. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be really interesting. I don't know what this cap hit void means, uh, Tron Armstead. I don't know what that means. You can see it on the screen right now. I I just don't know what that means. Yeah, uh, he's old. I know that for sure. So I mean, there's a chance bonus. that he may not even be on that. Uh, uh, see, and they do that too. Mm-hmm. Every time that a player get, does a restructure, they will give them some yeah. form of bonus incentive and that, to do it that it doesn't hit cap. That is a fair thing to point. Like, there's a lot of arguments like the cap space isn't real, and there's that's a real thing. It's, I think it's something that you have to maneuver in the NFL. It's a real thing that you have to maneuver. But there's a lot of loopholes and things that NFL teams can do that I don't think the average person really understands yeah. at, a, at a high level. Uh, so absolutely, I don't, I don't really look at cap as the way in the negative light of the teams. Yeah. I like to go on the other spectrum and look at a team that is outperforming or a team that is just a perennial threat yeah. that can also add. Because now when when we're in the negative, you know it's it's make believe and stuff. But when you have it, you can go get some bomb good 
all all pro names in free agency, and you have the capital to do it. Let's uh, let's go back and forth a little bit here because uh, Cincinnati Bengals, as of recording this, are still alive, playing in the Super Bowl with fifty six million dollars to go get you an offensive line to protect Joe Burrow for the next couple of years. Go do it. You're go telling me it. they're not on the phone with the Saints in the offseason saying, "Hey, where's Ramchick?" Yeah, we'll, we'll give them the $30 million. Uh, yeah, they're in a really, really good spot. And honestly, they're paying Trey Waynes. They honestly could get up, get more room. They're, they're paying Trey Waynes. They could take a $5 million cap hit in 2022 and save another $10 million for Trey Waynes, who I don't think is worth that. Uh, Hendrickson is a great a player. Hendrickson might want to get paid. Well, he's already been paid. I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's getting, they, they just brought him in. Yeah. He was one of the most underrated, not he was the most underrated free agent signing. We were we were kind of uh, low on it, and that was a huge mess on our part. I, I'll sit there and say uh, another one. Tyler Boyd might be gone. Tyler Boyd, they they gave him a contract which was I think really good when he was pretty much the only guy there. Then they get T Higgins one year and and Jamar Chase I mean, the next it's, year. It's about wide receiver three. Now you're paying ten million dollars for wide receiver three. You don't need to do that. You can go get one in the draft this year. You can draft one in the second he's, round he's and develop two, him. He's a two mil dead cap. That's that's one of those things yeah. where. Maybe you don't cut him. I'm sure you could find a trade partner, perhaps. Uh, Tyler Boyd's a very—he's young. He's a good player. Yeah, he—he's he, a good player. He, he is he fairly the, young. He led that team whenever they needed him for a while. I think he's only like 26. Yeah, 20. He's 27. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they—they they have it down to the days. 27 and 85 days. That's wild. <laughs> I didn't know they did that. Um, yeah, no. So I'm just looking at it like, man, they are set up for the future. Doesn't look like they're really paying any offensive linemen top money. Uh, they obviously have spent it. a lot of draft picks on them. Lately. Now let's go get let's go pay for some premium talent at the offensive line. Uh, we know the Jacksonville Jaguars. Andrew Norwell is a free agent. Uh, Cam jo- Cam, uh, your your dude. Uh, yeah, the Auburn lineman is is going to be a free agent. Cam Robinson. Uh, Cam Robinson. Thank you. He's a Bama boy. He's a he, oh he's a Bama he's boy. A My Bama bad. Boy. Sorry. Uh, either way, in <laughs> same state. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, so looking at Cincinnati, obviously very much in their window. Uh, the Chargers are another team that like okay. They have some money to spend, and I would argue that they are a couple pieces away and, and a healthy run away from being very, very dangerous. I was trying to think about their roster top to bottom, about what they really need to to get. Maybe I like their defensive line a lot. Yeah. Good linebackers. They have a, an aging secondary where I think, not, not set, corner, cornerback primarily is mm-hmm. aging for them. Um, but, I mean, your Florida State guy really stepped up and helped them out a lot. I'm trying to look at their uh, the guys that are going to be uh, you know their free agents this year. Yeah. Michael Williams is a big one that they might have to go pay. Uh, man, yeah, I mean, and they will. Yeah, I mean, nobody else that's like a huge name. Jared Cook's gone. Uh, Chris Harris near the end of his He's career. Uh, they, wow, yeah, they don't. They're not really losing anybody except for Mike Williams. They probably pay him. I would imagine. Um, they did draft a dude out of Tennessee. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. They drafted him in the third round, who I think they might have been thinking, oh, maybe we'll replace him with that. But, yeah, another team that, like, man, they're a couple pieces away, and they could they could afford to go out and get some major, major big hitters here. Yeah, they really could. I mean, who's to say? I, I mean, I guess they wouldn't do it, but if you're going to re-up a Mike Williams to around the $14, 15000000 million range, yeah. I'm telling you, I've been on this guy for a long, long time, and he's one of the most unsung heroes in the league. It's Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is the prime rib version of what Michael Williams wants to be. Go up and get a contested ball guy. How are you going to hit on Allen Robinson here? I'm not. I'm not. That is absurd. <laughs> that is absurd. 
I hate it when you can just tell I disagree immediately. Yeah, I can do. Be, well, Robinson, he's older. Why not? Why not have the younger version of a micro of an Allen Robinson? He's not. Allen Robinson has been on two different four-year contracts. Mike Williams is a product of Herbert. I'm sorry, I'll say it. He was a bust of a pick. He had eight good weeks. He vanishes in games. He is not that a top-tier wide receiver. He can have his blow-up moments. I can show you numerous wide receivers in this league that can have blow-up moments. Brandon Cooks is a better wide he, receiver. He deserves than a Taj Boy contract. We were just looking at Taj Boy. Taj Tyler Boy was getting 10, yep. 10 million a year. He deserves a Taj Boy contract. Tyler I'm not, Boy. Taj Boy's a bum quarterback. Oh, you're right. Tyler Boy. Thank you. I, I had, that is my bad. I'm sorry. Um, you're right. I was thinking of the Clemson quarterback. I don't want. Uh, I don't want to build this soapbox of I don't like Mike Williams. No, I like you hate Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. That's fine. Listen, I liked. How can you dislike a Clemson wide receiver? You hate him. He, he was the. We can. I both agree that he's the best uh, wide receiver in his draft class, or the best wide receiver in the first round of his draft. Class at least that's that's for sure. It's a weak draft class though. That's for sure. Um, enter in Corey Davis. Enter in Corey Davis. Enter in the fact just just uh, for any Chargers fans listening out there. I don't know if Juan is listening, but uh, the 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 verified fact that they were going to draft Patrick Mahomes and Phil Rivers told them not to because it would piss Phil Rivers off, and they chose not to draft Patrick Mahomes and drafted Mike Williams instead. And now you have to play that man twice a year for. Yep. I don't know. 15, that was a mistake. 15, 15 more years. <laughs> Which, Herbert's fucking awesome, but I mean. <laughs> oh, her, yeah, Herbert's incredible. So I guess they're one of the few teams who can pass on generational to go get, could yeah. be generational. Yeah, yeah, very, very well. Could be, but man, hate to be playing him too. Mike Williams is 27. I did not realize he was 27. Come on now. How old is, uh, right, let's look him up. I, I'm going to say he's 28 and 138 days. <laughs> 28, 138. I'll take the over on that. Shot bet? Shot bet, yeah. I'll take the over on that. Fuck! <laughs> He's 2,868 days. By 30 days. <laughs> All right, you nailed it. You were right. Go get Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is better than Mike Williams. I take it back. I was thinking Allen Robinson was like 32. But I was uh, shot. Yeah. <laughs> I won but lost. <laughs> you won but lost. <laughs> you know, Allen Robinson is the premier guy to go get in absolutely this class. Agree. I, I really like. I, I, I know that. I know agree. that a team won't do a lateral move like that. You don't go get a big go up and get a guy for a big go up and get a guy when he, Mike Williams already knows the playbook, already knows familiarity with this team, and he is a really good weapon. Don't get me wrong, but he did vanish at times. Yeah, he really did. My All fantasy right. team knows that. <laughs> All right, let's look at the teams that that may like they have cap space, but is it does it matter? Miami Dolphins is one that you know I would have said eight weeks ago that man we are going to be a crazy good team with the amount of cap space we have right now, the most oh, cap man. space in the NFL. Now I just have questions. I don't know where this team is going yeah. with the with the head coach situation, but man, we we could afford to go get a quarterback if we wanted to, or if it's available. I don't know if that's an option. Obviously, it's not going to be one because is the coach though that's the thing. yeah. And Stephen Ross isn't hiring anybody that doesn't want to, so that's not going to happen, um, which is unfortunate. It is I, I would say the Jaguars are in the same boat where they have just this bad taste in your mouth yeah. to where they have the cap to make the moves, but I feel like a lot of it is going to get spent on newer guys I, for the coach to bring in. Here's one. and Because the thing is, how often do we see a team that has a bunch of cap space, makes a big splash in free agency, and then it doesn't make a lick of difference when, when you get down to it. Uh, but I do want to talk about here number six and number seven, the Jets and the Colts. Colts being a team that a little bit underperformed this past year with the team they have. Uh, obviously, there's huge question marks of, is Carson Wentz going to be the guy? Is Carson Wentz you know, be out of the NFL in a couple of years. I don't know. I don't see Carson Wentz as the type of guy who really wants to be a backup. So he could he could be done 
very soon, honestly. Like, I don't think he... Yeah, I mean, his lack of playmaking was the reason that they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think I think a poor play Jaguars team. Yeah, poor mm-hmm. playmaking is at the end of the day, yeah. But, uh, and then the Jets, a team that I feel like is on the up, up and up. Uh, I, I still love Zach Wilson. I think he, I think he's going to have a big year, too. I really do. Uh, I look at this team as... They're getting so many guys back, too. They're they, getting, they, they had a they, lot of injuries. Remember, remember when they paid Carl Lawson in the offseason? Yeah. They paid him, like, a D-end one, and he got hurt, I think, preseason, out for the year. He gets to come back and see if he can be that. That piece is monumental for a defense. I want to go one more team up from there, too, and talk about the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. This team is really set up good infrastructure. They just got Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator. A lot of ties there to where they could they have the sway to an Aaron Rodgers. And it's not like we haven't seen him go out and get a Hall of Fame legendary quarterback before and just ride him off into the sunset with a Super Bowl. <laughs> Two Super Bowl appearances and a Super Bowl. If they could get Aaron Rodgers, I, I think that's the... That would be dirty. That would be so dirty, man. And yeah, they they they're in a good spot. They could afford to go get some talent. They can afford to pay the guys that are going to be. Let, who are they losing? Who free agency? I want to look at that real quick. Um, I'm just kind of curious if there's any big names that they have leaving. Kyle Fuller, he's been at the end of his career. They're not going to pay Melvin Gordon with the way that uh, enter Javante Williams, Williams. RB one. If it, Bro, I, we already knew, I, it. I did a video on him mid season, and that's when I looked up the Melvin yeah. Gordon thing, and I was like. Oh shit! Javante Williams is the guy to have in free agency this next year. Pretty happy to have him right about now, man. Yeah, it's, um, it's in our keeper league. Man. Yeah, he's, that's he's a dude. Uh, nobody else. I mean, you're probably not going to play pay Teddy. I don't yeah. imagine you would, unless you somehow swing and miss out on what this is, and you just go lame duck quarterback again. You know, it. I just, I, I just don't respect that. I mean, I, I don't know. Not going to do that, right? I don't know. Maybe T- Teddy was a, a fine enough starting quarterback. He, he. He's getting into that tie, the uh, uh, who's the quarterback for the Texans? He was on the Browns. He was on the uh, Chargers. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, he's getting in that Tyrod Taylor range where it's like everywhere he goes, he can start, he can play. But I just feel like we are no top tier teams going to. We hop talk tired. about it all the time though, and we see the impact that Joe Burrow just had. Yeah, and all of these young playmakers to where, like, if you don't have it, why why pay a little bit to just be okay in that area I'm telling I'm a very huge advocate on shooting your shot trying to go get your guy and trying to find that it factor Joe Burrow has it Joe Burrow is what the Browns wanted out of Baker by the way <laughs> damn <laughs> they want they wanted that edgy kind of yeah. swag transfer pick number one overall yeah. and I'm sorry what, what a what a great comp because it's like Joe Burrow has the it factor and Joe Burrow just as accurate and, and it could revive did, a bad yeah. franchise but he wasn't the guy that everyone was like oh he has a huge arm like Joe Burrow has a great arm don't get me wrong but like that wasn't his thing and that wasn't uh, Baker's thing either who Baker has a fine arm too uh, but you know it, it's, it is an interesting comp to like what he, what they were uh, coming into the NFL and what they are now um, alright uh, let's go back down to the bottom again obviously we, I know we mentioned how you know cap space can be manipulated uh, but Green Bay Packers that was a team that we talked about a whole lot the first time we did this uh, this segment mm-hmm. uh, and they are in a similar boat right we I know we talked about you know the first time uh, and I think we mentioned it even last week or the week before about a you know the the paying of an, an Aaron Jones when you have an AJ Dillon who you draft in the second round uh, but you're still paying Aaron Jones top tier money uh, it's going to be interesting because they they do have a good team. And I know it, this is all dependent on Aaron Rodgers. I get that. And, again, you just kind of – to have this conversation, you ultimately just have to be like, let's put the Aaron Rodgers conversation to bed for a minute and let's just talk about this team as a whole. 
why can't this team be legit? Why can't why can't this team like I mean you can't drop Aaron Aaron Jones. He's a nine point seven five million dollar cap hit, so you're not going to get rid of him. What does this team need to do? Does it, is, does it really even matter? Because they still realistically have all the pieces. I'm going to look at their free agents right now. Uh, what what's going to happen here? Devonte Adams well, and, and Devonte. I think Devonte hinges on what happens with Aaron Rodgers here. It, it's but so, they can't afford him if, uh, uh, by that market. Like even if Aaron Rodgers stays, Devonte Adams, uh, uh, how are they gonna how are they gonna get out of their cap hell and get an extra fifty million million to pay Devonte Adams, and which that, is low. That's where I bring up the argument that the cap doesn't exist because because of that when it hits the negative guys, I have no doubt in my mind that Aaron Rodgers says I stay, Devonte stays. I'm sorry, that is a staple piece. As much power and swing as he wants, if he's going out trying to get guys like Randall Cobb back on roster, Aaron Rodgers complains about weapons, he is not going to be a Packer if they lose uh, his right-hand man in Devontae Adams. He's not. I don't I don't care what number cap you have, the Packers will have to find a way to restructure, move some stuff around, and f- get the money there. And it sounds like they're very adamant on keeping Aaron Rodgers. Then how can okay? But then Trust how can me. they keep? How can they keep them both of them? I, I'm just I'm confused because that statement that I don't ultimately disagree with. Yeah. But I want I want to dive into that a little bit. What can they do to keep Devontae Adams? Because Devontae Adams on the open market can get 19 million a year. How can they even afford to franchise? Him? Yeah, Devontae Adams very well could be re up the wide receiver market right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And what's you the top wide receiver going? You would tag him. But can you afford to tag him? I don't know how, I don't, to be ultimately honest, I don't know how that works. But You could tag him and then go into the red. That's what a lot of these teams have done. Yeah, I just, I, that's I don't how they, know, That's man. how they end up in that spot anyways. I mean, we this was one of the first years where we had two teams right out being in the red mo- majority of the season after they, they, they made it over and then they just fell right back into it. Well, be I mean you can't be in the red, uh, they just, right? They kept it going after that. Like, okay, they, yeah. So they were, they they worked out. Some but kind at a, of deal at a certain deadline, work. you have to hit it. Yes, and then like you have to you know you have to be above that mark. And then after that, there's certain I guess this this line of deviation where teams Man. can go on through the year. Just looking at it from a salary cap perspective, it feels like like past three years they've uh, they've made it to divisional round and then the NFC Championship. The past two years before that. It feels like their window is almost closing, regardless of Aaron Rodgers. Because I look at a Jair Alexander, and I say closing, not closed. I'm not saying in 2022 they're going to be dog shit. They'll You're still be great. Hit, you hit their peak. I'm saying, I, I'm saying, I'm looking at Jair Alexander, one of the top corners in the league. He's got one year left on his contract, right? Uh, he's getting paid 13 million a year. He's be a top corner. I, I'm looking at Preston Smith getting paid. You know, nine, uh, he's a 19 million dollar cap hit. Holy shit! Look Preston Zedar- Smith isn't going to be there. Look at Zadarius. Zadarius, a 27 million dollar cap. They hit. paid the Smith brothers to keep that defense intact. Holy shit! So they're going to be gone this year. That's how you get rid of it. You got David Bakhtiari, a 40 million dollar cap hit, only making 22, but a 40 million dollar cap hit. That's a weird one. They'll that have to restructure when you, that. that. Happens when you push stuff down the road, yeah. Yeah, that's a $10 million roster. But holy shit. Kenny Clark, great D-tackle, a $20 million cap hit. Uh, Adrian Amos, a good safety. Good safety. I, I mean, I wouldn't be paying him top-tier money, though. That doesn't make any sense to me anyway. A $12 million cap hit, uh, just a bit under $12 million. Randall Cobb, who, they, who uh, Aaron Rodgers petitioned for, they're not. I mean, there's no Go way on. Cobb is on the roster unless uh, that's he takes what, a I'm huge wondering how, how can Aaron Rodgers pull that sway and say, hey, you got you to gotta get him. And it's like, 
I would just show Aaron Rodgers the numbers and be like, where? <laughs> Are you going to pay him? <laughs> it's, that, it's like that meme from uh, <laughs> from Always Sunny where he's like, I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, that's, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting conversation. Uh, we won't spend the whole time talking about uh, the Packers. Obviously, you know, they, they can figure it out. We, we're not smart enough. Like, I'll speak for myself. I'm not smart enough to know exactly how they do it with the uh, with the finances side. But they'll, they'll figure it out one way or the other. To beat $48 million in the hole, though, that is, that is a scary situation to be in when you have a top wide receiver in the game that's ready to get paid. You want to um, look at Buffalo having to pay their superstar? Yeah, let's okay. So let's look about. We, we obviously we can't talk about every team. Let's just quickly no, of touch. Not. We, we have uh, to bounce around. Da- Dallas Cowboys here, twenty one million. We know where that money is going. They're, they, they're fine though. They don't have to. They'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. We know where that money is going to. That'll be interesting. Fourteen million. <sighs> Sucks to be a t- bad team and to be on this side of the the numbers here, right? Vikings, Giants missing the playoffs and being. I'm sorry, but like. I mean, it, it sucks to be in this situation where you don't have money don't, to move don't around. Don't compare us to the Giants. Well, you're we the we Giants. A, you're the Giants with a good Jefferson. quarterback. We have the Ju- Justin Jefferson. No, you're much better Dylan than the Giants. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, but you're much better than the Giants. I, I agree. I agree. Thank you. But, I mean, still. <laughs> it feels better to just be mediocre. Uh, Titans at, at $6 million. Uh, that That's a very manageable amount of money. Uh, you say that, click on them and look at their free agents, though. Oh, really? Is it everybody? It's it's not big names for what you would think big name NFL status, but when it comes to the Titans and the way that they plug, uh, no, th- this this isn't updated all the way because they have they have some defensive guys that they have to re up. They're linebackers. Oh, they might be some free agents that are just down this list. That I'm not. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's Landry and Rashawn Evans. Yeah, Harold Landry. Uh, he's they, he's oh, down they, the okay, list right they are, there. They are. Rashawn oh, Evans. That's, that's why because it's they're, they're not the getting paid their rookie deals. Yeah. So Landry, Rashawn Evans is going to be gone. Uh, they don't really even use Harold, him anymore. Harold Landry's coming off of a ten and a half sack. He's had a great. He bet on himself because he said no to the contract they offered him last year. He did bet him bet on himself, and he's going to get even paid. Jay, Jayon Brown. Like the 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 meat. Jayon of that, Brown's a good player. He yeah. really is. The meat of that defense is that's taking a big hit. Yeah, and they're paying. Look at the main dude they're paying. Um, Hopefully, like, I'm screen recording the computer this week, so hopefully a lot of this is is showing up on there on the podcast. I'll try and do my best because I know a lot of this. I hope is, so because if not, that would be we, we yeah. apologize. If yeah, not, if you're no. listening to the podcast, hey, watch the actual video because we actually like going through here, and hopefully it's not too jumbled up in this conversation. Zach Cunningham is an easy ten million you can save uh, for next year. Zach Cunningham actually played really really well, so they'll probably it, I mean, try they and might extend bring him it. back on, but it would but be that. Bud Dupree is the weird one, man. Bud Dupree, who well, they're locked down with him. They're too. locked down with him. That that was the big free agency they had last year, which I think was a mistake overall. I really it do. The, it was the push move. It was the push it move. It was the, they looked at their team last year and saw that they did not have a guy who could get sacks, but and man, who stepped up this oh, year. You overall, have a D'Amico Autry who balled out and a yeah. Harold Landry. Overall, this is a team that's built the right way, though. I mean, you have, like, just, uh, we've looked at all of these teams that are paying top-tier money to a lot of different guys. Like, you look at this roster and how it's, how it's spread up versus... The Packers, right? Like with all those names, you have Ryan Tannehill, your quarterback, getting paid the most, but only eighteen percent of the cap, which is kind of low. Like, like this is a this is a friendly deal. I'm sorry, the Ryan Tannehill deal is a friendly deal. You know, mathematically speaking, well, we talk lot, about that a lot. A lot of these other teams have two or three guys that are over ten percent. Yeah, Derrick Henry is your your key piece of your offense, getting about seven percent of the cap at fifteen million. That's a that's a you know obviously you're paying a lot for running back, but that's your offense essentially. You got a left tackle getting paid. Uh, you're paying Julio Jones. A little bit more than you'd like to, but he's a legend of the game, and you know that's that just is what it is. But beyond that, like I think you're getting good value for the guys you you're think, paying. You think AJ might holler up and say, "Hey, it's time." AJ AJ might be ready. 
Yeah, he could be ready. He, he's how long is how many years has he been in? This will be his fourth. This will be his final his, final year. He has one more year. They're going to pick up his player option. Oh no, imagine. this will be his third. This they're, will be yeah, third. So yeah, they're going to pick up. No, he yeah he has two, he's he's going to want a payday, man. He's going to want a payday because he's going into his third year as Justin a top Jefferson. player in the league, getting paid way under the value that he's adding to his team. Maybe maybe it's not this year. Maybe it's next year. You never really know uh, with stuff like that. That'll I'm just saying, you know that those guys and their agents are sitting there talking like, hey. You've played well. You know your worth. Jeffrey Simmons, another guy, first rounder, who, I mean, he doesn't give credit as being one of the Man, top players in the league. I mean, he is legitimately, uh, he was injured year one and still great at the end of the year. And now, I mean, he got three sacks against the uh, against the Bengals. That's uh, that's going to be interesting to see how this works out. Uh, he'll get that, that fifth-year option. Honestly, hopefully the Titans uh, re-up him completely because he's a top player in the league. All right, we'll, we we'll, we touched on them enough, I guess. Yeah. Let's uh, move on. Where did you want to go next? Um, let's do – we'll do one one each, I guess, and just go back to the go back to the team list, and we'll just pick one. Um, I'm trying to think. One that you think is primed for success. Okay, well, I want to – okay, so I don't know if primed for success – I mean, yeah, they're in their window. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. Let's talk Buffalo Bills first. Uh, at, at $1 million, they're just right at their cap, cap space. And I'm just kind of curious because more than anything, I just want to know – who are they paying and who who is going to be off of that very soon? Like, where is their wide receiver two and three on this list? Um, I don't even They're see him. Very far down. That's interesting. All right. Where, Cole, where do you want to Cole, go with it? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley's like, where? where's Cole Beasley and when can they get rid of Cole Beasley? You, you missed him. Oh, He's, did I miss him? Yeah, keep going. Just a little bit. Right here. Cole Cole Beasley. Beasley. Oh wow, I'm dumbass. Okay, so yeah, that's a seven. That's a about six six million dollars that you're gonna save right there with cutting Cole Beasley. I would imagine uh, this is the same. Uh, this is the exact same thing. I the, feel like the NFL is out to get Cole Beasley out of the league too with all this uh, yeah, vaccination that's true. status. But I mean, beyond that, we won't get political yeah. here. But just like he, he underperformed this year, he's getting paid seven million dollars to be your slot receiver. Uh, played well in this in the playoffs. I think he's a good player. I, I you know I don't have anything against him. But yeah, it is. I, that's just one of those guys. I said the same thing about uh, about eight, about Brown a couple years ago, who's pretty much out of the league now. Uh, who I think bet on himself. Wanting, John Brown, yeah, went John to the Brown. Raiders, I think, and then bet on himself asked to be cut from the Raiders. And I don't know where he went after that. I don't think he really got a good spot. Uh, so that's how much. How much does Josh Allen get here? Should he tie Pat Mahomes? Well, he's already been paid. Did they? When did they pay him? Look at him. Yeah, yeah. He gets he gets sixteen. Yeah, he's he was paid last year. And how much? He's he has a sixty million dollar cap this year because this is the rookie deal. So let's look at the if you want to look at it. Yeah, he, yeah. he got paid last year. You forgot about that. Yeah, he's I through twenty twenty eight, and he'll. Oh no, okay. Yeah, he he hits fifty. Yeah, he gets up there. No, it's Lamar. Uh, my mistake. It's Lamar is due for his big payday right now. Yeah, Lamar is. Yeah, so yeah. But that, that's a very curious payday too. That that was the team that I was going to pick too. Was the Ravens to go look at? Because all right, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. But just yeah, no, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, where where's their free agency? What's the? Where I, would are they say, I would say the Bills are good. Then they got the big guy out of the way, and it's really not even. It's going to get worse over the years. But they're that's what you plan on when you're entering yeah. your window. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be done. Um, that I mean, obviously he's this, he's at the end of his contract, but he's. I mean, he's been on what five teams in four years now. So that's I just imagine like he's he's a shell of what he, he what he once career. was. He had a great career, a legend of the game for sure. Uh, but no big names: Jerry Hughes, uh, Mario Addison. Those are some older guys on that defensive line that they have they have invested a lot of picks in to replace uh, Vernon Butler at only twenty seven. I thought Vernon Butler was a little older than that. They'll probably bring him back. I would imagine uh, Mitch Trubisky. Think he gets a shot. Played well uh, as a backup. One guy that I do think uh, has a place here is uh, Isaiah McKenzie. 
Yeah. Isaiah McKenzie was an electric weapon in the playoffs, and they started mm-hmm. using him in a lot of fun gadget ways. Those got Curtis Samuel type. Those yeah. guys get paid. Um, yeah, so that's just I was just interested in who they were paying, how much they were paying, because this is a team that, man, I think their money is going to the right places. They're they're still kind of in that window with, jo- you know, Josh Allen has a ninety three million dollar cap it. They would never cut him, obviously, but he's only or excuse me ninety three million dollar dead cap it. But he's only sixteen million for the twenty twenty two season. So that's very 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 reasonable uh, on the actual ca- on the actual numbers. Obviously, to have a megastar like that take up seven percent of your cap, yeah, yeah. for twenty twenty two, that's super super nice. And obviously, you know he'll make his money over the, over the years. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see. I mean, they're they're really they're already there. They are a Super Bowl team. They're 13 seconds away from being in the national or being in the AFC Championship, and I, I believe they beat the Bengals. Obviously, I thought the the Chiefs would beat the Bengals too. So I could yeah, it's you, not, know, you never it's, know. You got to give the Bengals the respect now. You know, I, I've I've said it that they barely would get in, and they'd be a one and done. And here they are. Yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. But, I mean, give them respect, absolutely. But they were down to the wire against the Raiders, too. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm just In saying. In a game where they had it, I know. They have the it factor. They they win those close games. It is wild. It's Joe Burr. Joe Burr. All right. Um, that that was my team I wanted to look at, and there wasn't a whole lot of interesting stuff there, to be honest. Where's the team you want to go to? Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. That will be I, I want to see how, what you think, and where they pay Lamar, and how can they balance out yeah. that? They have a lot of money on the defensive side. Baltimore Ravens, really, the only team we're going to talk about that's like right in the middle, like at eighteen overall, uh, has nine million in cap space, so they could do a lot of different things. Uh, but yeah, what will Lamar Jackson get paid? Lamar Jackson already is he? Oh, is this his fifth yeah, year option? He, yeah, yeah, he hasn't gotten paid yet. Let me see. Let's. I'll click on that. We'll Lamar's start from the, right there. Uh, yeah, so he he needs to get paid. That's that's got to be their top priority this pad this yeah, next year. It's, it's coming. Uh, yeah. Does he get you know twenty twenty eight million a year, twenty nine million a year? What do you think? Do you do the Ravens value him as a? Now now this is twenty. He, he's paid through twenty twenty two season. We're saying he'll get a contract this year to to get a contract going towards twenty twenty three and on. He will not play football if he does not get a, a, a restructured the, uh, an extension this offseason. I I truly feel that way. Yeah, especially the, type the, of football with the way he that he plays. Yeah, he cannot risk having his value go down like that, yeah. especially when unfortunately he gets valued as a running back shelf life, if you will. Yeah, and that's where I, that's where I was curious to see how he sets the market for. The athletic, athletically gifted guys like Let, this. Let's go this way with it because I remember when Cam Newton came into the league first couple of years. The whole talk around him was he'll have eight to ten great years and he'll probably be done after that. It was nine years when he left Carolina. It, exactly what everyone thought would happen happened, and then we all kind of got surprised. And I remember talking about that at the time, being like. This this is what was supposed to happen. He yeah. he, he was like a, a physical. He, yeah, he was a physical quarterback that played the game in a in a violent manner. He wasn't going to last as long as the Brady's and the Rogers and the and the Rivers and all those guys. Yeah. He just wasn't. Lamar's isn't violent though. Lamar isn't violent, but he still play. He still puts himself at risk a whole whole lot. His game is predicated. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good thrower. He has evolved a whole lot since he's entered the league and all that. But his game is predicated on his speed and explosiveness, mm-hmm. right? So is it fair to say he's an 8-10 to 10 year guy? No, th- you're completely right in that because look at Brady and what Brady was able to do. Did Were athletics part of his game? Never. No. So your brain, as you get – it's it's just science. I'm sorry, Father Time's going to catch up to you eventually. Yeah. Lamar, I hope you, have, you put millions and millions and millions into taking care of your body. You're only 25 years old, young if you will, and you can keep going for a long time. But it's hard to say that you could have the same success replicated at 33, 34, 35. Yeah. And in, in some other of the cases, like the pocket passers that we just saw, we just saw this whole era of pocket passers out of the league now. Yeah. And this new reign of athleticism, 
it's going to be interesting to see where he sets it. And and just with that being said, it, it puts kind of a an extra level of earnestness, at least for fans. Obviously, the the team's going to have that same level of earnestness to get a Super Bowl now when he is when he's in his peak window yes. of athleticism and and you know game breaking uh, talent, if you will. Where do they go here? Just look okay, at let's start with their free agents and we'll put it on the screen right now. Um, their free agents here, uh, Calais Campbell going to be gone. Uh, he's aged out. Throw, throw him in the uh, Hall of Fame class. Ooh, dude, you're not wrong. Throw I think he'll get another con- I think he'll probably get another contract yeah. though. But man, yeah, you're in, you're not wrong there. Sammy Watkins finally teams are giving up on the Sammy Watkins experiments. Uh, you know, only got it's five so, million this past it's year. It's so but. weird to think that he's only 28. That is pretty crazy. Yeah, he's I didn't bounced even around that. so much and had so much hype when he got drafted. Man, so much hype to Buffalo. I was excited for it. Everyone was, and just to think that it remember just when never... the Chiefs paid him like seventy million or yeah, sixty five million or to something. Be the guy, and I mean to pay him to be the third stringer. I mean, essentially when he was there, um, what Justin Houston? That's a that's an unfortunate one. But he's again another thirty three year old. That's not the end of their rope. Doesn't feel like they're lo- they're losing aged up guys. They, they're con- they've They've done a really good job with their uh, with their the way they build their team because just right now, just looking at the guys they're losing, I'm seeing a lot of thirty plus year old guys, a lot of guys that are probably depth pieces that I'm not super aware of. Is there anybody that's that's uh, you know jumping out to you? Uh, that scroll down just a little bit more. I'm trying to look at some of the the younger Deshaun Elliott is going to get paid. Hmm. He's going to want not not anything absurd, of course, but he was on his rookie deal. He's he's going to want some money. Uh, getting on that, Anthony a- Averett is he a? I think yeah, I think he's he's a, okay. I don't think it, you got to think getting a market value. They thing, had, their, so he's they had their two star corners go down, so I mean Marcus Peters and Humphrey are going to be taking the cake on most of that stuff whenever they come back. So they they should be fine. Yeah, Anthony Averett, he's a he's he's expected to be paid right around the James Bradbury's Trey Wayne's. So he he'll so get like a good a deal. La- last year's free agent. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, he's a good he's a good player. Yeah. He's been a, a good player for them. A great draft pick. Uh, Parnell McPhee, that's another name He's that, that uh, oh, yeah, right, he is old. Um, I didn't realize how old he was. I was just looking at names that, that spoke out to me. So not a lot of huge hits there, and they have cap room space, obviously, for 2022, so they can it's afford It's not about how they do it. I know they can afford Lamar. Yeah. I'm just wondering the years, you know, because we saw the mega deal with Deshaun, the mega deal with Mahomes, with Josh Allen that I, I forgot about somehow. These are all, like, six, seven, eight-year just, we yeah. have you locked down for a while. Was Mahomes 10? Mahomes was ten. Well, and teams want to do that because Mahomes got half a half a billion dollars, and everyone said, "Yeah, they got the Chiefs got a bargain there," because they knew that at year time, eight, year nine, that number for a quarterback isn't going to look so, so good. No. So, so you know, Mahomes got the ultimate you know luxury of not even have to worry about it. Let's go get Lombardi's, and let's face it, Mahomes is probably getting half a half a billion in and sponsorships and other things yeah. anyway. Uh, face of the league, for yeah. Sure. So, like, but, I mean, but <laughs> year wise, it's not even the dollar amount because I do feel like Lamar's going to be up there in the forty, forty five ish million dollar range. Million? But do you do you lock him down for six? Do you, do you pay him forty? I, I don't know, and I'm going to ask this. Well, yeah, they paid. They paid Flacco after he, he led them to a Super Bowl. After he had the, the Super Bowl MVP year where they went to the Super Bowl and won it, and Flacco was a baller. Yeah. You it know, was he, the question of, is Joe Flacco elite? He yeah. gets paid like he is, but he is. Yeah, exactly. But he was elite for that Super Bowl run, and they paid him for it. Do they pay Lamar Jackson like that when he's never won a playoff game? 
I'm just, I'm just, so, I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit. Obviously, we think he's worth uh, starting quarterback. He deserves money, but does he, he beat deserve? The Titans. He's got one. He got the. He does have one. Back. You're right. He's won. He's won one playoff game all the years that they've had a great. Obviously, this past season they missed the playoffs, but they had three great years of. You're being, right, and of, they you know. they've had a very very good. I mean, MVP caliber player in Lamar. I don't know. I think he's going to want the bag. You think he wants 45? I, I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm the Ravens, and obviously, why why really stress about the eight million? But I'm thinking 38, 39. I I can't pay him the same amount that Mahomes is getting. I can't pay him the same amount Man, that Josh think, Allen's I getting. I think he's going to want it for what. Well, he of course, does he wants it. it, but does he get it? I, I think his value to that team and their system. If you take him off of that team, they become irrelevant very fast. And the know. way and the way that they have built that team too. They were they were an extra. They were uh, one play away from beating the Packers with the backup. They were one play away from beating the Saints with the backup. Or glad, the, glad the Steelers you mentioned this that too. Year. I really do think uh, Tyler Huntley. Huntley is that yeah. correct? I do think that Huntley might be able to go out there and he he played some hero ball on his own accord mm-hmm. and might be able to get a deal somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm just using. I mean, you you said like they're nothing without him. I mean, I feel was, I feel that they're nothing without him. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Look, I, and I'm playing devil's advocate. I did not think he'd be hating on Lamar him. like this. No, I'm not. This. I'm really not. Look, I think he deserves the money. He deserves to, to get paid. <laughs> he deserves <laughs> to get paid. I'm not hating on him. I'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit of how much is he really worth. And like, yeah, I'm sorry that every single time a quarterback gets paid, I don't think they deserve to automatically be the highest paid quarterback in the league. I know that's how it's been, but Mahomes set the market exactly, and I don't think anybody deserves to say yeah. Yeah, I'm better than him. I know he had a bad right. playoff game. The, the last play of his of his 2021 season left us all with a bad taste in our mouth with Mahomes. But at the end of the day, he's still a, he's a superstar. You're right, though, because in the higher you know, quarterbacks overall, it says Mahomes was here, and everyone else has that level of play that they can yeah. they can meet. You can match it. And, and I think Josh Allen is the Josh Allen's getting about that. the same. He's yeah. getting a little, but he took a contract under Mahomes. And Deshaun Watson has that type of absolutely. ability as well. I don't think Lamar Jackson can look at those two contracts and say, "Yeah, I deserve to be above Josh Allen." He's not better than Josh Allen and right now in their career. Not. He's no, not better than Josh no. Allen. So so it, why it just, so why should he get the same? I, I'm looking at it not only for Lamar but for for Kyler. Kyler's coming up. Kyler's what what do you do with him? Kyler, Kyler's not better than Josh Allen. No, I'm not saying that they are, <laughs> but I'm saying how do you pay the longevity of a mobile quarterback that is athletic as they are? I think Kyler's a little different because Kyler, Kyler, I, I think has a better arm, arm than have? Lamar. I think I'd rather have Kyler. I think okay. he has a better arm than Lamar. I think Lamar is like more fun to watch in a weird way. Like, I, and they're both fun to watch, but yeah, Lamar. I mean, they're both filthy, but Lamar can make yeah. guys look stupid. But Ky- but Kyler has that like once the once the legs element of his game starts to diminish, he can still be Russell. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he can be. I'm saying like that's uh, with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, like Lamar made strides. Lamar has absolutely made strides. I, I, I 1,000 percent agree. But can he be? Who's the who's the comp? I mean, can he? You're saying who's who's his comp fallback on the yeah. legs? We have yet to see that. Exactly, and we've never seen because, like Michael because Vick his game didn't is solely really predicated do it. on that. Ma- yeah. Michael Vick and, a little bit did and it. Both he of had them a have a arm. rocket arm. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So I mean, I don't know. I just I, it's it's interesting to see. I'm not saying he can't, and I hope he does. I hope he breaks the mold. He's broken the mold up to this point. There's it, the fact that he was the 32nd player drafted in that draft class is disrespectful, and it always will be. But I mean, yeah, it's it's certainly worth questioning. It is. That, that's the only reason I mentioned them was to show that they have balanced the books well. Yeah. But just to just curious as to what people think, and if you, if you think that you have an idea too on the comments, please drop it. What what's Lamar? What, what would you pay him for? Yeah. I would probably go. I would want him in a four to five year range. Mm-hmm. I I would not do the six to eight. I would have to stray away from that just because that puts him at around thirty one years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just it's, I'm afraid if the physical gifts 
deteriorate, not even deteriorate, but if he just cannot elevate to this next level of play, mm-hmm. it'd be hard. It would be hard. All right, hey, I, I think that's it. Do you want to go anywhere else with it? I think we did good. We are all we'll good. We'll try to come back to it again and hit some of these other absolutely, teams. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, hey, guys, next week we are going to be a deep dive into the dra- into the Super Bowl. We will have offense versus defense, defense versus offense. We will look at prop best for the Super Bowl. All of those things, an entire episode dedicated to one game. That's coming up next week. We hope you enjoyed it this week. Thank you so much to Underdog Podcast for uh, for keeping us on the air here. Uh, thank you so much for liking, subscribing. If you haven't already, we really do appreciate it. And the comments, guys, more than anything, even if it doesn't help the algorithm, we really appreciate the comments because it does help us drive the ship a little bit and where we want to go with the conversation. Uh, thank you so much, guys. We are out of here. Peace. Thank you. 200 on heads. 